Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of the Articulate Fly. We're back with another Southwest Virginia Fishing Report with Matt Riley. How you doing, Matt? Doing pretty good, Marvin. How are you? As always, just trying to stay out of trouble. Uh, was Santa Claus good to you this year? Um, He was, other than brushing us with a little bit of sickness right around Christmas, we uh, we had a pretty good holiday, so can't complain too bad. Uh, well, good. And I, you know, looked at your weather, and you know, it's kind of funny. We went into the deep freeze, then we came out, and we were all running around in shorts and t-shirts and flip flops. And uh, I think we're on the other side of that, kind of heading towards more seasonable uh, flows and temperatures. Where did you see out on the water chasing muskie? Yeah, it's. I mean, gosh, it really has been a roller coaster right there. Right there around Christmas, the New River was was locked up in a lot of places. Um, a lot of our trout streams were frozen over too. Um, certainly, most of the lakes were, and now we're, you know, then we right there the first couple of days of the year we were in the 60s and 70s, and water temperatures, you know, rose 15 degrees in a couple of days, and you know, we I water temperature on the New this afternoon well around noon was was right around 39 degrees so we're kind of getting back down to to seasonal you know water temperatures which um is uh i wouldn't necessarily say it's a good thing i like having warm warmer water even in the dead of winter um but uh yeah i think you know other than a couple of days here and there where we're gonna have some you know highs in the mid 30s you know 20s for lows you know we're going to be mostly in that 40 to 50 some range for the next week or two so um you know things are things are pretty comfortable for january i would say yeah and did that cold snap did it um did it kind of mess up patterning the muskies did it make them sluggish or when did it warm up did they move around a little bit or did they just kind of stay put um they pretty much just stay put i mean if anything um you know, any little push of water that that we get from rain or dam generation or whatever, it just the colder that water gets, it seems the more kind of condensed and, and potted up they become, which, you know, plays into our favor because they're just easier to stay on and a little more competitive and um, eager. But uh, no, I think all in all things are, you know, that uh, that real cold weather. Um, didn't last for maybe four or five days and for half of that the river was frozen so i wasn't out there um but uh certainly the warm-up made them happy you know 15 degrees of positive water temperature change anytime unless you know it's, it's real real hot is uh can be a good thing yeah and i would imagine you know i mean the trout fishing's probably been pretty kind of typical winter you know slow and low right Yep. Yep. Um, they, you know, this time of year on the mountain streams, you do see some blue wing and blue quill hatches from time to time. And you can catch some fish on dry flies, um, some afternoons generally, you know, classic BWO days are kind of heavily overcast, snowy, you know, kind of somewhat nasty days, days that I'm usually musky fishing if I can help it. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I mean, nymphing and, there's there's the odd dry fly opportunity and then you know of course um winter time can be a good time to uh to streamer fish on our on our mountain streams just because we generally have uh you know kind of full rivers but um 
you know, those water levels have been bouncing around a bit too. Um, they have been generating pretty consistently down on the tailwaters in Tennessee. So um, that's been a good streamer option as well. Yeah, got it. And I, I saw your newsletter, I think it was last, uh, maybe last weekend, um, that you're running out of pre-spawn smallie dates too, right? Oh man. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, you know, I hate to, I, I don't want to complain about being, being busy, but, um, you know, it gets to be kind of a bummer when, you know, I, I, I want to make sure I get all my people in, um, where they want to get in. So I try to try to do a little bit of a push towards the end of the year, or, you know, the beginning of the year to try to get people who I know want to get on the calendar, um, good dates particularly before shows and you know kind of the february march time frame where people start thinking about booking spring and summer dates rolls around but i mean i think at this point we've probably got maybe a half a dozen pre-spawn dates left and even summertime i mean i think um have a lot open and a lot open in july maybe two-thirds of that month but August, September, pretty much, uh, there's a few days here and there, um, that I need to book, but it's, uh, don't wait. <laughs> if, if you want to get on there, just, just let me know sooner rather than later. Cause it's going quick. Yeah. And I would also say talking about show season, it's going to super go quick. Cause you're going to be in uh, Doswell, this Virginia, the Virginia fly fishing and wine festival. And that's going to soak up a lot of extra days, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, more than likely. So, uh, um, we're going to be there both days with a booth and, um, doing presentations both days. And, um, you know, we tend to book quite a few trips there as well. So, um, you know, like I said, don't wait if you want in, um, it's never too early because a lot of folks, you know, might wait till March to try to book a September day and, they were gone two months ago, you know? Yeah. And your dad's going to be there with the rod company too, right? He is. Yeah. So we're going to have, you know, pretty much a full lineup of rods there. A couple of the folks that, that work with us and represent us. And then um, probably both at my booth and, uh, and his booth, we're going to have a couple of the, um, couple of the musky rods that we've kind of developed over the last couple of years that, um, I've written a bit about, you know, just kind of the, the things that are requirements in my mind, um, for a good musky tool. And, uh, so we'll have, we'll have some of those there too. They're not really a, an item that you can purchase off of the website at the moment, but it's something that I, you know, we've been selling to the, um, you know, close contact folks, clients and existing customers and, you know, people who just, hear about it and want want a good stick so um yeah lots of exciting stuff should be a good weekend yeah absolutely and you know folks we love questions at the articulate fly you can email them to us or dm us on social media and if we use your question i'll send you some articulate fly swag and you know a drawing for something cool at the end of the season for matt and speaking of that matt you know we're going to draw next time uh for all the folks in 2022 that had their questions answered what are we going to draw for um, we are kind of what I typically do. I'll put together a box of, uh, kind of my go-to small mouth bugs and that'll come with just some assorted stickers and, uh, 
discount cards and stuff like that. Yeah, it might even have some CK bait fish. I think I saw those on your Instagram feed earlier this week. <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't know if I can spare any of them. Uh, fair enough. Um, well, listen, folks, you owe it to yourself if you're in the Richmond area this weekend to head over to the Virginia Fly Fishing and Wine Festival and uh, visit with Matt and visit with his dad at Raleigh Rod Company and all the other good folks. And uh, if you can't do that, I highly suggest you get out there and catch a few. Tight lines, everybody. Tight lines, Matt. Thanks, Marvin.